The Weevil joke? Master Commander. The Weevil, oh, weevil joke! <laughs> we need oh, to talk about that, man. We made it to the movie! Oh, wait, Is we're that... back to the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Is it you? <laughs> I found that a way. I thought we were like. I found a way back. Well, I'm back. I'm back. Because... No, yeah. That's what... I've heard that joke so many. I've seen that joke on Twitter. Like, that joke has been, like, referenced on Twitter. And yeah? I remember, like, when it was coming up in the movie, and I was like, Oh, right, the weevil. What's the point of the weevil? And um, so, A, I like totally forgot how bad that joke was the like lesser of two weevils because holy shit, that was bad. But then, B, it reminds me of the James Gunn scripted The Specials, where Rob Lowe plays a, car- a superhero called The Weevil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, the thing, it's like the ultimate dad joke. And yes. it's like the point is that it's not. It's not funny at all. It's like it's not supposed to ever make any a single human being laugh. I mean, they're drunk in the scene. They're drunk in the scene, but it's also and that that's again like my my argument about the movie and the way I'm process the way I process it is how much he's a vibe master, right? (laughs) Because you know what I mean. Like he's it's not a it's not like a joke to make you laugh. It's a joke to like keep up the vibe. Well, because they're like super fucking drunk. They're just like trying to figure this out, and like he knows like. uh, Steven is upset with him about something, so he's just like, Oh, look at is that, this. Paul Bettany. Yeah, that's Paul Bettany. Yeah, but the other thing is, he also knows that he, like, whereas the other guys can all, like, you know, kind of give each other shit and they can, like, make fun of each other, as a captain, he can't, he can't do right. that because that would look like abuse. And so, he, and so he finds, like, the most gentle way to fuck with somebody. No, but he's also, re- recall that this is, like, pretty soon after they lose, like, a number of members of the crew and several, many of them are injured during the first right. attack. What's really funny that- about the scene is like, Hey man, we're having dinner after we lost a bunch of the, you know, of our crew members and we are legitimately sad about it. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're super drunk because we're of that. And like, we're going to make this horrible. I mean, I horrible. Like it's, it's, it's offensive. It's just, it's a terrible joke. It's not funny. Right. It's just bad taste. Like the whole idea of like these, these, these. Uh, it's such a build up for the movie. Like, yeah, you know, like like everyone's getting intense about the joke, and it's like there's ninety seconds of exposition, yeah. <laughs> and then the joke is not funny, and you and and it's like it's so they're they're they're. I mean, it's well acted because they sound so drunk and can and like yeah. You know, I kind of loved it. I thought it was a great character moment. No, it's a gr- absolutely great character moment because it's, it's yeah. a great character moment for all of the characters. Like everyone within that scene because you have like the two younger stewards that are going to like elevate throughout the film. And like you have like – this is feels like sort of the first time Stephen – Paul Bettany's characters allowed to like be in this space with other officers. And that's the other thing is like, this is the officer's thing. So you have like the weird, everyone standing around them. Like yeah. you have the clearly like black sail sailors that are there. Like what's that? Yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. That was never actually discussed throughout the whole film, but yet somehow just. Are yeah. There. If it's 1810, that's um, I, I, if, 
if I recall correctly, slavery's banned in U- in the UK at 1833, I think. Yeah, so they're slaves. They're right? likely slaves, if not definitely servants of very little rights. Yeah, right, and they have a, no uh, yeah. words. Like, I think the there's one black character that has a phrase that he says. Everyone else is like, yeah. no words, no acknowledgement. And within the like the IMDb description of like that one character that speaks, it's like list literally listed as like black so and so. It's like really motherfucking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, this is a white dude's rock movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a dude's movie. Like like, like we yeah, said, yeah, like yeah. we didn't even finish that earlier. We're like the one count, like the one, the few women we see are like Brazilian women, Brazilian native women that like indigenous women that come up to the ship to sell stuff. And yeah. there's kind of a reference to like, oh, these are women of a specific type of. Well, they're culture. definitely sex workers, but yeah, 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 for sure. The movie's credit, actually, I thought, which was maybe historically inaccurate. I mean, there, there's there's some like kissy face, but there's no. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they they don't like. They don't go into some weird trope of like, ah, oh, now we got the women on board and something happens it was you know in fact there's a comment about like i think there's an offhand comment from someone else off screen where you hear someone say like uh don't bring women on this isn't what this is blah 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 um like yeah, because yeah. of that like and yeah no, we're too committed to buggery yeah there's no way that we can bring women on board yeah well there's a, there's a vague war that we don't understand and we don't know why we're fighting it but we got to do it and thus yeah it's dudes only. It's dudes only. I was really processing this movie that Paul Bettany and uh, Russell Crowe were fucking, like for real. That was really how I felt about the movie. I just went with like they were really good friends, but sure. really good friends who who you know would suck each other's dicks and not like get hung up on whether or not it was gay. You know, just be friends. Are you like dissing the Irish or the English? I can't tell at this point. Well, I mean, well, he clearly fucking Bettany took the shilling, so he's not Irish anymore, and uh, the other guy is fucking. You know he's uh he's yeah he's he's Tory scum, so yeah I'm no Irish all the way I'm yeah all against all the English yeah imperialist bastards yeah. I mean there is clearly something about like uh, Stephen yeah all right well well yeah. uh, what one thing though that I so I, I none of us have read any of the books and have any no. they're about what I yes so this is like the tenth book really I I believe I, so I believe it is. Hang on. I think that they're pulling from all the books, which is another weird oh, thing. No, 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 no. no really? Specific books. I thought it was a specific book that they were pulling for this one. Book. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. Uh... Mahoney's a lawyer. He's, he's got to research this. Come on, let him do the research. I, right, yeah. Let's hear your brief. I mean, you're a journalist, so you can like, like, I'm just yeah, here. Like, I'm just a filmmaker here. Um, journalism and 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 law are uh, the same thing. Thank you. I'm going to put that on my next uh, cover letter. Yes. Where did I see it? ah, Shit. Um, From what I read, it said that like, it was like generally the plot of the first book, but they pulled in a lot of plot elements from all the different books. Like the stuff like where the doctor was like uh, doing surgery on himself. That's from one book. And by the um, way, that scene. Amazing. I was like, when I, when I was watching it again, like, this time around, I was like, I, I knew that was coming and I'd forgotten about it. Yeah. And I, I was like, like I'd, I thought it was coming. Like I'd forgotten because it's been like 
17 years. So I'm like, yeah. I think there's a scene that this happens and like watching it again. I'm like, Holy shit. Like that is still as grueling as it was the first time. I loved how the mirror was like, like framed dead in the middle of the screen. Yeah. And like, awesome. I'm like the way everyone else is reacting to the situation. And like, he still is like, and, and I, I really like Paul Bettany as an actor. Like we've talked about no, he Russell Crowe. He's a shit actor. He sucks. Oh, you're a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's like boring in this movie in this movie but like i, I think he's a good actor otherwise look dude landed jennifer he's connelly good, he's right? good in the one wall street movie the, the wall street yeah that's the what? only good movie he's good in which one the one like it's like um like bulger's uh, making this shit up he's an idiot no 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 no. he's in a wall street it's really good it's got the guy from uh from heroes the, the guy who played spock in the star trek movies and it's like final call or something it's a good oh, movie Margin call oh that is Margin call yeah, I I um uh, I don't even you know it's so funny I was look I like had googled something for like work yeah. and some financial concept came up because of that movie. Really? Yeah. And and I was like, "Oh, what's this movie?" So I like watched a clip um and it had you know I, I don't even remember what it was. And then like I watched the whole movie on Amazon. And it's like it's a plotting like pensive movie that no one would like. It's like, Oh, I love that movie. No, but it's like a movie that like, you only like if you're a fucking nerd because nothing about it. It's a boring. What are we, what what are we? We're fucking nerds. Yeah. No, but I found it, I found it really gripping. I thought it was really interesting. You got to find like, um, because what's the, um, what's the Adam McKay one? Oh yeah. That's really good too. uh, Uh, The big short. Fighting, sure. you got fucking like Brad Pitt, like gesticulating and yelling yeah. and a weirdo. Margin call. Everyone is super. It's like played like like life. Like these people, yeah. boring people in conference rooms. Yeah, um, that's why. That's why I liked it bad. And they're contemptible. Like, no, good. It's, it's it's. I think it's better than the Big Short because the Big Short's too exciting and it glorifies yes. fucking. Oh. Oh my God, the, the the people who invented the credit default swaps are the worst. I mean, they're fucking. They're the villains. Yeah. They're the yeah. Villains. But they're. But Ooh, that's Kevin they, Spacey. The movie makes them feel okay. Like they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great invention. No, I mean, they're fucking like. They, they, they are like crimes against humanity level of evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the movie doesn't make them look bad enough because they're exciting. Right. And yeah, then, no, Margin Call, it's about sociopaths. And they don't, I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, exactly. And th- th- that's why it's great because it's played, like, it's all of its deadpan. There's no jokes. Like, it's, yeah, it's, I think it's, like, I mean, it's just of like being inside of, a, of, of, of tall buildings where the windows don't open. Right. And everybody's like, you know, they're ordering, uh, they're staying at the office all night and ordering breakfast mm. at like 5 a.m., like a catered breakfast. Right. right and now. they're like, we all love this. And it's like, you people are all fucking the, the most evil and you just destroy the economy. And right. 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 Happened. And, you know, but I've talked to people in like uh, people work in finance and it's, it's like a hundred percent accurate. Like that's right. like I mean, true to fucking life. Like, people who work at like, you know, that exactly. But that's like working in a law firm. And it's like, you work, yeah. it's just, you, you wear fancy clothes for no apparent reason. And you work at a horrendous office building and you get expensive takeout that tastes like shit. In a yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that why would you get expensive takeout that tastes like shit? Because you order, you, uh, you, I don't know. The New, New York, like you work in the financial bro. district. Like no, like that's where mm. I used to work. It's like it's the cheapest office space, weirdly enough. So, um, 
Yeah, so like there, there are no nobody lives in the financial district. Right, so there's no good restaurants, but you're ordering, exactly. like, you know, um, oh, what's um, and there's like three, there's a couple of good steakhouses. There's like places yeah. that like people take clients and stuff, but there's no like regular food. Right, there's only like good like Wednesday it's night restaurant. Seventeen dollar salads. Right. Yeah. So you guys are yeah, saying you Margin Call like, is a good movie. Margin Call is fucking great, I would yeah, say. Really well, so the director director of that like also did a most violent year, which is a, sounds like a really good movie, which is the one with uh Oscar I, 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 well, well, chill out with the IMDb shit for a second. No, but yeah. like a triple I frontier. Believe, well, I'm just vibing here. This is off the top yeah. of my head. I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, what do I want to watch? And I believe I'm I'm pretty sure Paul Bettany is in that movie. And he I is in that movie. He's in the movie, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Along uh, with Demi Moore. Off his glasses. What's that? He's always taking off his glasses to make a point. Yeah. Which but he has a he, he has the big speech about like and he has that amazing line where he's like, I spent eighty thousand dollars on uh hookers and I, I wasted the rest or something about like breaking down his like million dollar salary or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great. It's a great movie. I would recommend that to everybody. I'll have to check that one out. It's really good. I mean, but but Brennan is right. Like, it's not like a gripping. It's not like a, it's not like cinema. It, I mean, it's it, it's you know interesting. It's it, well it, done. It's one of those things that like I just can't. There's times where I'm just like I just don't want to have to watch. I'm gonna watch like a good cinematic movie or a good movie or any like story. I just I want to be able to like connect with someone. Like I don't want to have to watch a character drama that like I just feel like you're a bunch of fucking assholes sometimes. That's what, well, this movie is everybody's an asshole. Like the one yeah. no, it's like and I know there's places for that, and I would watch that. But like there's times when like I'm just like I don't really want to watch. But that. it's gratifying because they kind of like they're they're shown to be assholes. Mm. And they're That's all why, they're all miserable. I mean, it's it's a yeah. of people who, despite in you know exceedingly huge remuneration, yes, um, are miserable, horrible people who and and they don't even happiness couldn't couldn't. Happiness it's impossible for them. Find them right. if like they were coated in like you know honey and and they were all. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's yeah. Yeah, no, that's, I think it's a great movie. I, I really like that movie. I've thought about that movie a lot, and I've recommended that movie to people and like people in finance. I've been like, oh yeah. So I kind of the only thing I really know about this world that you're in is this movie, and then they've come back to me like that movie was great, and it's all true, which is weird. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but Paul Bettany is is really good in that movie. Yeah, and it's, it's the only movie I think that I really thought he was good in. It's the master and commander of finance. <laughs> Yes. One of the things I want to bring up about yeah, Paul Bettany, absolutely. didn't he play like he and Jennifer Connelly play like the Darwins in a movie? Oh, and he does the Galapagos thing? Yeah, and they do the Galapagos thing. And it's like, I was oh, watching yeah. it, like, all oh, right, I thought he played Darwin after this movie and like just another element of like the, the Galapagos. Oh, the metatextual, yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't mean, know. I don't know. Interesting, but just like. I, you know, coincidental. Right, right, right. Well, I think this, I think this is like the only movie that where they actually shot in the Galapagos Island. Like that, that that was an interesting scene. I liked it. It was the movie felt very bloated to me in a way. Like I felt like they could have cut out a bunch of stuff, but I I don't think I'd be able to identify only because of Link. That's how it felt, you know. But I don't think I could. I, I think if you actually like brought it down to like what you would cut out. 
I wouldn't be able to say, I wouldn't be able to like let go of anything. Well, no, what's that's what's cool about it is that it is extraneous in the sense of like, yeah, you could definitely all that Galapagos stuff that could have been used to like one like one fifteen second montage, right? Yeah, Yeah. on it, they're on it, and yeah, I like that's what I thought was so cool about the movie is that like they just threw stuff at you like, hey. This is here. This is this is a part of the movie that we decided to put in. Yeah. We're wandering around yeah. on muddy island. Um also I didn't realize that the Galapagos Islands are not like pretty. They're <laughs> Yeah, that was interesting. Like yeah, the, yeah. Well, the um, terrain was very, very interesting. But but cool. Like that, like that was I, yeah. I, I, I personally love those scenes and, and for the same reasons you're bringing up, Brendan. It's like like they could have easily glossed over that. But there's such a, like a beauty to the idea of like because a like it also solidifies like the relationship between um, if we're gonna go into relationships the relationship with Captain Jack and Stephen where it's just like he's allowing him to go out and do this like go and do your I thing for a minute but keep talking <clears throat> yeah, yeah but there's this whole like thing of like them them like going out and doing that and like having this like thing to like build up to. The like, oh, here's this uh, French freighter that he ends up like finding um, by chance, which is I remember that I actually really remember that scene from watching it in 2003 in the theater and like waiting for it to happen when I was watching it uh, this week to like, like it was, it was great. Like, I think that was a, a great scene. And I think I agree. And it's very subtle because that like, it, yeah, beautifully subtle up into that is like we're just looking for funny animals and then like he's like oh fuck i found the enemy ship right i really wish i had not because i just want to keep finding weird animals and i think it it, like it had a lot to do like with what we were were talking about earlier like that idea of like the darwinism and of like here's exploring like it's not just about like not like i personally what i love about the history of like of like navigation is like that exploration that like finding new things and like that glory of like him taking of a uh, of steven taking both uh his aide and uh the young steward the young lord there to like go explore the galapagos like that was wonderful and like them picking up iguanas and like all the shit that they like all the birds and having to like then drop that off because they like showing that sacrifice of having to drop it off. And like the, the, it builds this weird character between Steve, it builds Steven's character. It builds the character between him and like, and relationship between him and um, Jack. And then it also builds the character of like the young steward um, and like him, like drawing and doing those things. And I, I personally really like that aspect of, I liked it then. And I like it now, like 17 years later, I, th- I think it's yeah. a great scene yeah. that stands up. Totally. And, and I mean, one of the things I, w- I was thinking of, and this was the master and commander question um, that I was thinking about. We took a break before. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of go go pee again, so I might have to think. About it. <laughs> okay. But, um, I, you know what? Uh, why do people like the movie? Oh, I think it's, I think that's pretty obvious. I mean, it's like a jaunty adventure though? film for dudes where, you know, yeah, but there's a lot of women that have also like I, the, I. I feel like, um, in fact, it's especially in terms of the people I've heard 
praise it being mm-hmm. like bomb and then like a uh like the people I've seen say that they like it on Twitter it's not limited to dudes it's a it's right. a, yeah. it's everybody seems to like the movie oh okay despite yeah. the fact that it is it is it would tick off none of the like um present boxes that like would right like yeah. this is, like we should this is an important movie because it expresses you know xyz political or woke right. or any yeah. kind of thing i mean like the movie is decidedly like ready there, there's to- no, there's no point where they play no one by alicia keys and there's a moment no, can I, that? can I just like bring that up? Like the fact that the music is, and you guys brought this up earlier in the conversation where it's like, they're playing Bach. They're not playing yeah, yeah, like yeah. over the top contemporary music to like make things like relatable. Um, and while yeah, but it's like, like the most fucking boring Bach song though. Yeah. But like compared yeah, to something like a movie that like, yeah. you know, like, I'm thinking of like a Bob Lerman movie or even like fucking a Knight's Tale where it's like, we're going to like, and, and granted, that works in that oh, context, how- in that context. But in this, it's like Brendan go pee. We can talk for a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, but how? But how funny would this movie be if, like, just in the middle of the movie, like, there's a, a big sea battle, and all of a sudden it goes, "Master, master." <laughs> <laughs> like you get a fucking like Trent Reznor in there. Like, oh yeah, dude. No, just do the Metallica song. I'm master like, Commander I'm- is gone the sea. <laughs> on the ship they're dashing in. so I'm trying to think of like all the like possible songs that they can play that would be great for that like well the one yeah i mean that's the most perfect one to me is to play master master of puppets by metallica but yeah i uh beyond that i, I don't know it's like <laughs> system of a down Wait, I, I can't <laughs> Like, I guess, yeah, a lot of a lot of metal, I guess. I was thinking no, of, like but, the Snoop Dogg sea shanty that I heard a while back. That's it really I didn't know that existed. Well, so no, no, it's, it's someone you haven't heard this? I've like no, I mean one well, of my favorite things is like some guy like took a Snoop Dogg song and mixed yeah. it with the sea shanty. Oh, and, like, all right. and specifically since like sea shanties are like really popular today. Yeah, yeah. I, I think people are talking about them on social media. I don't know if they're really popular. That's what I mean. Like I, they're, that they're like yeah. on social media at this point. But yeah. uh, I think like you have like a, a quarantine bored population and they're looking yes. for any kind of distraction. And yeah. Well, so, like, so the Snoop Dogg Sea Shanty was at least 10 years ago at this point. It's a really, okay. I, I really personally, that's one of my favorites. But, uh, but yeah, it's just like, that's one of the great things about this movie. It's like, it's, con- it is so ensconced in the era. It is so like set in its way of like, this is the story we're telling. Right. Like, right. Right. They didn't, like, yeah. the, the, I, I feel like the yin and the yang of this movie would be to like fucking, um, uh, uh, the pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. You know, cause it's kind perfect, of similar perfect analogy. Yeah. 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 Similar era, but also it's like that movie has like special effects and monsters and, right. And and women, no, but you know, it's got like a weird performance by fucking Johnny Depp, but also like it's it's female centric yeah. in a way that was probably not really like what would have happened at the time. But you know, it's like, but it's more audience pleasing, and I like those movies, you know. And I think I you know, not actually never watched those movies. Can I? Like, they're pretty good, and fucking like Johnny Depp is really good in them. To be honest, like 
I know, like Johnny Depp, it's sort of like um, bad I, vibe city, but you know, I'm not. Like, I'm not a bad, like I like Johnny Depp. I think he's actually a really good actor, and I feel like he's recently gotten like some shit thrown at him. That's I don't know. I don't want to get involved in that, but like, well, we have well Johnny Depp and I have a mutual friend, so uh, we're all we're gonna be boys for life. I'm sorry, like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is just like one. Yeah, of That's my favorite. mutual friend. I love that. I love that movie so much. He did such yeah. a great job with Roald Duke, but uh. I'm back. <laughs> nice. Just like just like Eminem. Mahoney. <laughs> DJ Mahoney. Yes, who's back? I, when people think, I mean, I am often mistaken for Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> well, your bleach blonde hair and your uh, sense of internal rhyme. Listen, you know, when I did a run that. through like uh, Simsbury, I was like, where's Mahoney? Where's DJ uh-huh. Mahoney? Um, all right. So uh, I don't know. So what else do we have to talk about with this movie? I, I mean, I, I'm having a fucking blast, but I want you guys to suggest topics. I mean, my, my thing with this movie is I think we've covered a lot of it. I think like I think people just need to watch it, like watch it and enjoy it. Like, I think that's the thing that like for me has been kind of like people just dismissed it for a film that's about like a seafaring thing and historic. One yeah, of the yeah. things that I will acknowledge and this comes a lot from like a lot of what I've been um grappling with and and like like talking with with several friends but just it is clearly a film that is like a very white colonialist uh aspect to it yeah and i was like colonialist yeah. right and i was like i was i was thinking about that like watching it and i brought that up earlier right. in the conversation but the, question where... is, but the question to me is that, that does it transcend that in a way that makes it like it does that, that, yeah I, I, I think it does too because it's like if you made a movie about that era about boats and yeah. wasn't this way, it wouldn't make any sense because it would just it would be inaccurate. Right. I mean, we're just talking about Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Which doesn't make any sense, right? Pure fantasy. But I, but I like it though. <laughs> well, at the same time, uh, Abbas yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is is a movie that is boat based to some extent, though it's also about a court case. Um, yeah. <laughs> and but that's a singular event and 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 yeah. it's, that's important it, it it's vastly important it's a, it's a, it's an inspiring thing yeah um yeah. but if you're going to make a boat if you're going to make a movie about boat battles of the 19th century which yeah. are is is a compelling tale you yeah know, if you're going to like you just leave it like yeah that era sucked for everyone but white men. Yeah. And that and the movie doesn't pretend that that's not true. Right, right, right. You, well, I mean, the movie doesn't address it, I feel like. Yeah, it doesn't address it in like... Not in a substantial way. I don't know. Does, no, do you I mean, here, like, like, let's be honest. Like, here's three dudes, three white dudes talking about this. And like, again, like, I'm coming at it from a different point of view of like just different things. And... um it was one of the things that like for me this time around watching it really stood out to me. It was just like, I forgot, like we see a lot of characters, a lot of black actors in the background, not really being part of it. And just so much of like, <laughs> it's such a British movie, like such a like yeah, yeah, yeah. British movie and trying I'm- to like rationalize the fact that like, all right, this is the period. This is what it was. This is what we're dealing with. Like I would 
like to see the alternate side of this of like what would characters in those what would those other characters be dealing with and what would their stories be are they be dealing with shackles uh in the in the belly of a slave ship and we do get to hear about that from a white dude's perspective (laughs) yeah yeah so i I mean mean, that's that's like my one thing that kind of like stood out plus there's like and and it's weird because i was like thinking about this earlier like coming into this conversation um in this podcast with you guys where i was just like i was reminded of the fact that like i really like this movie it's like such a dude movie and i know that there's a bunch of people that like this movie. And I remember once posting about like, Oh, I just saw Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption because it was recommended to me as like someone's favorite movie. And yeah. I didn't even reference who like that was, which was actually a woman that like told me to watch this because she loved them, love Shawshank Redemption. And I had a, I had a, a critic, a film critic who was a woman just jump down my throat on Facebook to be like, Oh, well that's a, that's such a misogynistic film. And I'm like, yeah, but I had a, I had a female friend tell me to watch how, this. How's it, I, well, she's, how's it misogynistic though? I mean, there's no, like, there's not a chance for any misogyny to take place. There's no women in it. The only woman is the poster who's killed. Like there's like the one, and she's just like went into this whole thing. And she's like, I, I understand what you're saying, but like, I posters killed. Uh, no, because the wife is killed. Yeah, off screen. Off screen. So it just was like yeah, a to, to make a plot. You know, you got to have. And I get it. Like I, I, I do. Like not that, that's but... not fucking. I, well, I think it's a specious argument. Not that it's my favorite fucking movie, but look, it's. I get it. It's it's a weird, like it, it's it's a thing to under like discuss. Maybe not in this this conversation. But I mean, if you want, I I feel like you know you can make any, any. I don't know, like what you make any movie have some kind of political thing or any kind of like uh, mm-hmm. woke argument well, about any movie, and mo- most of it's bullshit. That's what I was bringing up before about trying to yeah. fit it into the context of two thousand three, mm-hmm. and right. because in twenty twenty one, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, yes, it is a movie about like, yeah, it is definitely a movie that you know fails the Bechdel test. <laughs> with Big flying time. colors oh my god <laughs> like maybe any you've ever seen uh, uh shawshank redemption and we'd like to have a word with you <laughs> well they'll they'll fight it out and yeah. uh i will say that um captain aubrey will win because he's got a well-organized you know yeah. <laughs> on his boat. Uh, yeah. see like he he drools over the brazilian woman there and then like that's but I, about it but i love my wife but i love my wife and he catches himself and he says no she might be a babe but i'm moving on <laughs> yeah <laughs> a boat to no raping for me not today <laughs> um but uh, you know i, I mean because i i am one and it's probably you know and you you can beat me up for it but like you know the context of 2003 of making a movie like this right is not a you know I'm, 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 I'm like not like i'm saying that's a positive thing but like this movie wasn't made with like the concerns of those sort those sorts of things no, um, no, no. because in 2003 that was not a that was not like high on the cultural radar and yeah. but at the same time 
it is not promoting like a negativity uh, the other way. I like Brendan, I see exactly what you're saying. And I like knowing you the way, like I know you and like you and I have like shared work with people like heartbeat ensemble and like all the other, like really kind of powerful groups in, in Hartford that are trying to like promote, you know, diversity and, in, and, in, in works like, like this. Um, I feel like you're right. Like, it's just like, this is the era that we're talking about. Like, how are you supposed to like show a different view of that situation? That's in that story. Like, yes, it would have been great to like see the views of like the different characters, uh, the, of color and of like different ethnicities within the area that they're speaking with. But like, unfortunately the story is about like this group, what are we doing about that? And like, right. right, right, right. And and that's also like, you have to look at it as a story. You have to look at it as, you know, something that is fictional, something that is literature and, and, and something that is beyond, um, you know, just these, the the framework of gender and the framework of 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 race and even the framework of history and colonialism like does this movie have something that's really valuable to say about the human experience is there something about this movie that fucking makes it that somehow enriches uh, uh, the experience of the viewer in some fucking way you know in in some big or small and and you know I think it kind of does and 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 I think that and I'm not really sure what it is I mean even though we talked about it for a while you know like I, I think it's kind of like I was I was being a little glib before about like it being about like vibes and about fucking like just like kind of being like a cool manager and stuff but I think that that's kind of there and I think that's kind of like it, it doesn't matter what the setting is it doesn't really matter what the fucking period is it doesn't really matter about. Uh, some sort of little r- racism critique or, you know, whatever you're going to make about it or uh, a feminism critique about it, whatever. Cause it's like, what does this movie say on a, on a transcendent level? Like on a, like, you know, how does it speak to us beyond our, beyond our like waking mind? Like how does it, how does it speak to us? Like uh, as human beings, you know? I mean, personally for me, I like, I would like to hear, I would like to hear the stories from the other side. Right. If it didn't, but if it didn't, of course, but if, yeah, it, yeah, if it didn't yeah. the story, but sometimes you gotta be like, all right, this is the story they're fucking telling. You know, it's like, you're not going to like throw away the fucking yeah. searcher. Cause like the, 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 the native native Americans aren't like portrayed as good guys or fucking whatever. Like it's still a powerful fucking story, you know, and that's going to happen over and over. Like, you can't like throw away like great works of art. Cause it's like, not like, it doesn't like just, no, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not going to throw away this piece because it's like it's it does what it does and it is told in a way it's that in the way that it's told. And, you know, Peter Weir is an amazing director. He's an amazing like storyteller and uh, he has told great stories from every point of view. Um, so I'd like to like, you know, it'd be great to see another story from the other aspect. But like this is the story we're told. And I really appreciate it. I like it. But I think that's um, one of the things I think that is about it. And I and honestly, I feel like if that movie was if this movie was made in 1953 instead of 2003, there would probably be some kind of racialized caricature. True. Yes. Of when they're in Brazil, 
or of the you know the 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 um the black people on the boat that weren't yeah. there so i you know it, it it's sort of like in the same way that you know bringing it back to like moby dick um and i i i could be 100% off base on this but you know one thing about moby dick that i thought was actually kind of um you know moby dick is not it doesn't denigrate the people you know uh, who, in the story, who are you know, Melville calls them savages, and 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 yeah. Indians or whatever. But he doesn't, you know, he uses the 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 um, argument of the time, but he doesn't like. He doesn't lay into it. It's not like yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you think like Saul Bellow, who centuries later is a fucking yeah. racist. Yeah, 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 do that, man. He like he just like say, hey, these guys are different than us. Uh, right, right, and, right. And, like, it's not even, even in this film, like they don't like they don't do that. They don't like all the you know. It sucks that like I mean for me it sucks that like the um, characters of color aren't actually like introduced in any other way. Right, right. But like at the same time they aren't treated like shit. They aren't treated like extras. Yeah. Like they're not treated like other. And even like, even like for me, like watching like the Brazilians come in and like the indigenous people of Brazil come in um, and listening. And like, I was actually like really taken by like listening to Paul Bettany speak in, in Portuguese and being like, Oh, I can understand him. I don't need the fucking subtitles. But, uh, but also like the fact that like he's speaking really good Portuguese in that moment. Was he? Yeah, he really was. Like it was it was really really good Portuguese. He was really solid. And like, I could understand (laughs) it. like and that like that whole scene is like it's a really beautiful scene of like just showing um that experience from that period which i i personally really liked to watch i would have liked to know more about it like it's just part of who i am is like um adam as we were you discussed earlier like the idea of like being someone about hit like knowing wanting to know more about history like how much was that accurate? Like, what was that like? So yeah, it was that must really be fascinating to me. Yeah, I, I'd have to, but you also have to remember this is like based on like a twenty book series of jaunty adventure tales, you know. So this is not like historical Correct. act, like, and it's also like historical fiction. That, it's not Fitzgerald, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like yeah, it's not like something that's like really striving to find the humanity of, um. Uh, well okay okay let me get off that thought no no it's not like something that it's not based in truth like it's not based in documentary evidence it's based on fucking jaunty adventure tales that were supposed to be thrilling and interesting right and so like i would i would be fascinating to know like what the situation is but at the same time is like at least it wasn't completely as brendan was saying and 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 equating earlier of just being like completely derogatory and like Right. It would be really funny if like um the whaling ship they picked up that, you know, the the that crew was like oh, it was headed by a a, a lady. <laughs> you know, it's like Penelope Cruz was the uh whaling ship captain and she's wow. going to be in the rest of the movie now. We are headed to Hartford. We are Hartford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever it would be, you know, it's have and some then, the, like this the, the soundtrack underneath was the bronze bonanza. Uh, well, I'm not, you know. Well, I mean, like, you know, I get some movie stuff, like Cameron Diaz or somebody, you know, in there. 
Well, right. No, I mean that that would be, and that would be the movie if you probably made it now. Would right. I mean, this movie wouldn't. It would definitely never happen now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, be, I, I think if it, if it had not been for Russell Crowe, his like one-two punch of like, he'd been like this very you know gladiator, which is like a gigantic hit, like the biggest hit ever, you know, of that of that time. And then he made Insider Man, which was like the big win every Oscar movie. And this is the movie he made after that. Well, and also uh, Peter Weir had made Truman Show, which was really popular at the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody liked Truman Show. Truman Show. But now he hasn't done like a movie in a long time. Peter Weir. No, he has not. I was. Yeah. Well, wait. So is is Truman Show good or bad? It sucks. Really? I I have a mixed (laughs) feels about like there's there's. It sucks. It's it's a bullshit movie and it's boring. And it's also like we've seen what would happen in real life if if you know somebody was like living in front of a camera all the time. We've seen this over and over in reality shows. And not, it's yeah, 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 you're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like I I had a love hate relationship with the movie before I watched it. If you guys are the polls, because I I watched it like a year ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and yeah, what did you think, Brendan? Well, there were it, you know. So when I like saw it in I don't know middle school, I thought it was profound. Yeah, but, I did too. Yeah. But watching it again, I was like, it's definitely not profound at all. Yeah. And also, I it. So here's my what, take on it. Like here, like I want to hear. I want to hear Brendan finish yeah, out his thought. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Like. It doesn't suck. There's stylized elements of it, and the sort of authoritarian aspect of it, I think, is like pretty well done. Yeah, but it yeah. leaves so much on the table in terms of like it could be a critique of capitalism, it could be yeah. a critique of media, and no, it doesn't work no. any of that in. It's just like, hey, man, I'm on a boat and I'm leaving this bubble. Yeah, yeah. I and, feel because I, 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 I love a girl. I. Yeah. Can I, the first I, scene I, that movie should be the last scene in that movie should be the first scene in the movie. That'd be so I, much of a better. So I, Brendan, I I completely agree with you. Like my view of that movie was like they told way too much of it in before knowing anything about it. Like they told way too much of it in like the trailers and everything to let you know that that's what's happening. But knowing that like Terry Gilliam was like one of the people that was like up for directing it beforehand and he was like on board to do it until uh-huh. like apparently he didn't want to work with Jim Carrey, so that was like why he backed out of it. Jim Carrey good in it though. I, I, I no, I, well, so I was gonna say, like, I agree that Jim Carrey is actually really good in it, and he's actually a, a, a phenomenal part. What I ended up not liking about it is like they told you so much of the story up front, both in trailers and then the, like in the movie itself. Oh yeah. Like, no, don't no, actually no. get to experience it as like the real, like the real. real, the real, like mind fuck that they want you to experience. Like, it, like they, they failed at all of that. Like as a storytelling method, like it really should have been like, you should not know what's happening until like maybe the third act and even within the third act, like oh, yeah, still it counter it and counter it and counter it. Like Fight Club. And like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Fight Club's a good ex- example. Like 
I, there's so many like examples of like the way, like I would have preferred not knowing anything about it until so I, you know, so like we're all on the same page. It's just like, I feel like, uh, I'm sorry if I'm like saying that, but like, I feel like we all are kind of like, it just was not told properly as a good story. And, uh, you know, I, mm. I hate that. Like Peter Weir's a really gr- great director and it's, it's, it's unfortunate he, that he's possible that he's mm. part of that. And like, kind of like, I feel like he got tossed into that versus like, like I said, like Terry Gilliam was one of the people that was supposed to direct it. There was other people that were supposed to direct it. And I feel like it was such a like, all right. I think Peter Weir's a pretty good director. I think his films get to be kind of bloated and yeah. You know, even fucking, um, even this one, like, and again, like I said, like, I, I don't know what I'd cut, but it felt like, you know, it doesn't have to be a two, this does not have to be a two and a half hour movie. Oh, you know, it, it was made it's today. Two and a half hour oh, movie. It's like, a it's, two, two, it's, it's not even, no, it's like yeah. almost two ten. I think here's the problem. It's like, I have a thought though, because uh, uh, hold on to your thing. But you no, know, Brendan, I realized if this movie was made today. It would be a TV show. Yes. Oh, that yeah. percent. It would be. It would be prestige yeah. TV, and it would be the the three seasons of Master and Commander. <laughs> yeah. And, and it'd be like, yeah, no, it gets really good after the first six episodes. Episode six through well, nine is great. Well, well so that actually, and then season eight's a piece of shit. No, but yeah, yeah. you know what's so funny? So the tweet that that touched um, and launched a thousand ships. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not boring. That's no, the it's one. Not. No, yeah, like, yeah. And the first you're... ten minutes are fucking gripping because you're like, "Yo, it's a boat." What's up? Absolutely, boat. yeah. You're absolutely right. Boat? I'm sorry that we didn't make this point oh, more next emphatically time, earlier. Fog bank, and then were the cannons firing. Like, that's actually that's the funny thing about it. I mean, this movie, like. It could get it gets boring maybe in ninety minutes in, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The first the are like disorienting and awesome. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's a the movie's a DJ set, and so it starts off like really like fucking heavy and like big beat, and then like it kind of has like this little little bit of a ballad, you know, a little bit of a ballad in the middle, a little dark, you know, a little bit like oh spooky dark, oh where are we gonna go? And then you know, oh no, yeah, I mean it's like yeah. It's like you start your DJ set with like, all right, um, there's burial playing, but I like kept the treble down, and then, yeah. like out of nowhere, I crossfade into like early two thousands Altecra, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I can't even dance to this, right, and, right, right, because like, <laughs> like, oh, the cannons are firing, but they're like, oh, the rhythm is fucked up, and then it's like, all right, no, no, don't, no, don't forget, no. you can only fire one side of your cannons, right. you have to like switch right. over. We're gonna and, play like, a bunch of drum and we're gonna play some, play a bunch of eight total drum and bass in the middle. Yeah, and you got to come out to the other side to like hit on the opposite side of the ship, dude. I, like both of you, I know, but then it closes out with fucking Daft Punk, dude. Both of you are so great. Like it's, it's that is exactly it. It's like it's it. Oh my god, it's like such a great movie from like it's so dense. And like you don't have any of this action that like you expect now, which is why everybody's so fucked up about it. Like, what? Why aren't we watching like like the Michael Bay shit that's supposed to be happening? And it's like, no, like you follow the ship, like doing the things that we've been talking about for like, you know, like watching them like go through this and like following them. Like, I love the like deception at the end, that whole like thing where they like 
build up the ship to look like one thing to like, and then they're still like, oh no, my god, we sh- we shot down the mast, but then like no, the mast doesn't yeah, work. What's so awesome about it is like if it was made now, it would be this montage where it's so totally, serious, and it would be so obvious and so easy. But instead, like yeah. it seems like fucking dumb, and like they're not really doing it right. And you're yeah. like, yeah. you're like, okay, this could work, I guess. Like last time, you, this boat fucked you up. Are you sure this? Yeah, would yeah, work? yeah, yeah. There's that whole thing where he's like, like I, I, fucked I, us up the first time, the second time, the third time. It's not gonna happen. Oh yeah, no, like, no, the, yeah, yeah, that's that's so, great. So, so, so that thing, um, I don't, I've never even seen the movie, but like everyone's making fun of that, um, whatever that card trick is in some. There's some dumb. There's some dumb movie. It's like a, it's a, it's a ripoff of Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Thirteen. Uh, no, no. Um, no, but there was Ocean's a on Twitter of like it's a card trick. Um, okay. And it's a car. They're like the the Chinese um, spies have caught the crew, and uh, hopefully this rings a bell because I don't know what movie this uh, is. I've never seen the. No movie. idea what you're talking about. Man. I've seen the YouTube video of it, and okay. it's an idiotic like idiotic card trick where they're passing this ace of spades amongst the various actors. It's like Helena Bonham Carter and some other people. Um, is it Ed Norton. Yeah, Ed Norton's in it. What is that movie? Oh Bye, crap. I don't know, some you know, whatever that movie is, and it's so seamless but so stupid because it's impossible, right. it would never work. Whereas in this movie, it comes across as like vaguely right. stupid, it might not work out, we don't know what we're doing, but I hope it does. And and and, yeah. and the, the work of going into it is is present and it's not yeah. working out, is also like very obvious, and yeah. that's that's good filmmaking, like. It's absolutely hindering. yeah and well, i love I, I love that the french boat they surprised them back right yeah i love that because they, they, they bore the french boat it's like oh no they tricked us yeah and I then know. that one that's awesome should, they weren't all that fucking rules like when that dude get the old guy gets fucking like uh, when he oh, gets fucking domed guys yeah you're like oh yeah shit. <laughs> I was like, oh shit oh wow this is great i didn't think i was gonna happen <laughs> Um, and he kind of sucks, so it was fine. He got to suck too. It was great too. It was like, yeah, that's the guy you want to lose. Yeah, like this guy's annoying, and he's like, he doesn't look yeah. like he's really carrying his weight, except for like just being this this courtesy into power with the. Yes, yeah, yeah, and he and he, and, and he died after saying his most annoying line in the movie. He's like, <laughs> "Well, I suppose we got this." Poof. <laughs> I love that because yeah, every, then like you know, like like Russell Crowe gets to be a fucking badass, and I was thinking like. Oh, and the doctor that's actually what uh uh doctor, he's a badass too oh, he like, fucking rules yeah, yeah. Right, fighter and you know that he like went to some like he went to you know he went to university in germany and joined one of those like fucking sword <laughs> fighter clubs <laughs> and he's just like oh yeah i'll maul you and you're like everybody in that say the whole movie walking around in like you know these like robes in the galapagos and yeah, 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 cool, but you, you don't think yeah, you have like have the chops to sword fight, and then he's just fucking demolishing guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he was this poncy little effete, you know, Galapagos nerd. But then no, he fucks dudes up. It's great. And then like you have all the fucking dudes with me because I that's how I thought <laughs> about in the woods. It's in silk. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the um, 
the one thing I, I don't think that I, I like on a visceral level, I, I think I really wanted, I love that Russell Crowe fucked so many dudes up and he was so fucking badass. And he was like, fucking like just was like, you know, you know, chopping dudes up with swords and whatever. But I, I was like, I wanted him to do my favorite thing in sword fights where like you have a sword and then like the guy doesn't expect it and you punch him in the face. <laughs> That's my favorite move in any fucking sword fight, and I wanted Russell Crowe to do that so much. No, well, well, what are the, I generally hate sword fights. Like, I think it's, really, I, I think it's a, I don't know, I, I feel like this is probably a dumb opinion, but I feel no, like, no, no, whatever. so. I feel like people are so far removed from sword fights in the yeah. the the twenty first century, and also in the latter part of the of the the the, the 20th century yeah, yeah. like the idea it, it's like it it can only be choreographed because the only people who know about sword fighting are people who choreograph sword fights and or right. and or are like olympic fencers or stuff like that yeah, um, yeah but the truth is that if if like I, I watched a video where this guy it's like a a U.S. military dude, some army man, you know, and he's like oh. talking about how if you're like how to fight against like somebody's attacking you with a bladed weapon, like a knife or something, it's the worst shit. You can't defend against it. It's like it's you know it's it's like being on the fucking ocean in a boat. Like it's your death is around every fucking corner, and that's what's interesting about it. You know, like once you once you kind of process that. And like you know, well, and you're right. Well, that's and honestly, right. honestly like, that photography like, is old. I feel but, like he comes across as is so highly choreographed, choreographed because yeah. no one knows how to fucking do it. See, yeah, I, I would argue the fact and that's that, why like, the punch in the face is so fucking great because like then it breaks the choreography. See, yeah. I would I would argue the fact that like, like I hear what you're saying, Brendan, and it's like it does like feel weird and like choreographed at times, but at the same time, there's like certain scenes that, like, like the character we just talked about, you guys just talked about like getting shot in the head. Like the minute he steps on the boat and like says, Oh, we're, we're free. Like there's, there's all these elements of suspense that happen within that, that are real. Like that feel like, like I was watching them being like, like, especially with that one that like at the very end, when we like feel the death of that one character that we've gotten to know over the, over the whole movie, like that's finally like, he, we didn't see him die. We didn't get to see him get to. We didn't get to see him get stabbed or anything. But like, we know he's been killed. And no, like, you see- no, I think you're misapprehending me. No, why I liked it was actually because it was a. I don't usually like sword fights because of the choreography. I like this one because it felt loose. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. No, and I agree. Like it felt. I don't. I wouldn't say loose. Oh, yeah, no, no, real. I, I, I kind of wanted actual. No, you know what would made that one that scene better to me in my mind? If like if Russell Crowe was the only guy and he like fought all three hundred of those guys, I would have loved Thanks, that. Thanks, Zack Snyder. Yeah, that would been cool. Yeah, that would been fucking. How how like gratifying would that? Like if you're on like MDMA watching this movie, <laughs> then fucking like at the end Russell Crowe just like fights three hundred dudes. Right, right. I'm in that guy's mind, and I am fighting them too. Yeah. That'd be so fucking fun, you know. No, but that, but that, that that's my point though. It's like most. I reason I don't like sword fighting is usually because it's like, I mean, because like, if you you know, if if the three of us are like, yo, you know what? I've changed my mind. I hate you guys. Let's have a sword fight. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really imagine. I don't really know how it would go down because I've never seen anyone have a sword. <laughs> like, right, right. Like, oh yeah, we were just like slicing like like fucking like deli meats. I have to say, like that ten minutes was like so anxiety inducing because of the fact that I'm like. Holy shit! Like, how do you know who's who? Like, and I know that they were like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, "Where your like, you know, like our little yeah. like one arm friend was yeah. like, hey, where your armband?'" But like at the same time, like, yeah. But once you get on that fucking boat, like, who's gonna know? Like, right, what happened? Right, right. like, that was that was an insane scene of like chaos, and that is a great moment from like Peter Weir and like and the team that like developed this film. Like, they really made. Like that's the utter chaos that's happening in that moment in like that that period. Like I and I I one hundred percent like love that scene for that moment. It felt very like um very like old school yeah. movie making. Yeah, which I totally. like. But like the armband thing, I think specifically it 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 added a logic to like the 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 melee because it's like yes, we're, we're working on it like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit's gonna be fucking hard, guys. We're walking yeah. swords, and we're just gonna try to kill people. So don't kill your buddy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very eighteen yeah. moment. Yeah, like like that. I would orchestrate it too. Like, all right, like uh, like for instance, the Proud Boys storming the Capitol. Or yep. that guy. No, don't, don't for instance those assholes. <laughs> no, no, no. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. No, that's. I, no, I, I am not crediting them. I'm actually suspicious <laughs> aspect of the storming of the Capitol because I am very much like, yo, that shit was fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The orange hats gave it away. It's like, no, it's coordinated attack. Like, these guys yeah, do it. So yeah. I don't... It's not meant as a glorification of the Proud Boys. Um, I am a not-so-proud boy who would take up arms against Proud Boys. Um, right, right, right. So I'll, I'll be right there with you, Brendan. Um, so you know when we have our uh, turquoise armbands and machetes and air rifles, you know, does it have to be turquoise? Can we do a different color? So that's the problem with you, a namby pamby liberals. <laughs> You're going to be questioning the color choices, whereas me and my proud boys friends, we're going to get get out there and and we're going to buy hunting gear because it's easy to find and it's <laughs> it's it's blaze orange. You can see it easily. Yeah.